So guess what? I'm super excited to announce that the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care is partnered with Buoy Hydration Products. Buoy is a really cool new invention. How does how is it different, first off, from all other hydration products that are out there? Buoy likes to call themselves easy squeezy electrolytes. Let's be honest. Most of the time, if you look out on the market for products that, quote, keep you hydrated, it usually comes in the form of a powder or a pill or a tablet or some type of specific drink. And here's the other thing. There are so many sports drinks out there that are just loaded with sugar and all kinds of extra additives and sweeteners and whatever else. I mean, the FDA literally recommends every American get no more than 26 grams of sugar every day. That's the baseline recommendation. And you can easily eclipse that in one drink. Well, Bowie felt like the alternatives needed to be better. So they've come up with this really cool, squeezable product, if you will. It comes in a really small container, ideal to fit in a purse or a backpack or a fanny pack or somewhere if you're going out on the town, if you're going out for the day. Here's the thing about hydration. Hydration is so much more than just making sure that you get enough water. It's to, it allows your body to literally absorb and maintain electrolytes, nutrients, and all kinds of other things which allow the body to actually function better. This is what makes Bowie so unique and different. One container has 40 servings in it. So you just take one little squeeze in your water, your coffee, your alcoholic beverage of choice, or whatever else you're drinking, and boom, it really helps your body maintain not just hydration, but allows you to retain all those extra nutrients which will allow you to more optimally perform in so many areas of your life. So definitely give it a try. Please head over to justaddbuoy.com. Take advantage of our unique partnership and get a 20% discount on all your purchases by simply using the coupon code capital C, capital U, F-I-T, 20. That's C-U, capital F, and then lowercase I-T, C-U, fit, 20 and take advantage of getting 20% off of all of your purchases. I know that you're going to love it as much as I do. It comes in three different varieties. You can get the regular electrolyte, uh, which is a, a small blue container. You can also get one easy buoy immunity and buoy energy. Try all of them. You can also find them in CVS drugstores nationwide, but definitely go to their site and take advantage of our exclusive discount and let us know what you think. Welcome to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care, y'all. Thanks so much for tuning in and joining me. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host, so let's dive right in. Today, I have the privilege of talking to another podcaster. I love getting other podcasters on here, not just because we have a common interest, but because um, I just love helping other podcasters um, ha- give more room and more reach to what their message is. My guest today is Lauren Abrams. We were able to connect online. She is an attorney, but she is also a podcaster. And so she really hurts. She really has a unique message about finding your future self. And, and the name of her show is 52 Weeks of Hope. So Lauren, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Allison. I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't you tell my audience a little bit about, you know, what you do, who you are, and just kind of, you know, how you became a podcaster. Oh, yeah. I love telling that story, um, mainly because I'm not where I was when it, how it all came about. Yeah. 
I am an I am an attorney, and uh, which uh, which actually shocks me because this is definitely not what I strive to be. Uh-huh. I, um, I was not an overachiever or anything like that growing up. In fact, growing up, I'm originally from the East Coast, but I live in LA, and um, I was total slacker growing up. Definitely not the overachiever, and I was. Uh, a kid that was never in class. And I just never felt like I was a part of or, or like I fit in anywhere growing up. I was the kid in the bathroom or out in the woods and just never felt like I fit in, even with my own family and didn't know why I'd been born, just always felt different and not a part uh-huh. of it. So I gravitated to the alcohol and the drugs and, and took real bad turns and made bad choices and and bounced around the country, didn't go to college or anything like that, and ended up, by the time I got to California, in rehab. I, oh, I just, wow. Yeah, I was like 83 pounds, wanted to die in really bad shape. And um, and from rehab, I got I got hope. And uh-huh. uh, found other people, I, I, I found other people like me, uh-huh. and, um, and I never knew there was a way out, the drug addiction, and just the bad, bad shape I was in. And that's, actually decades ago now. Yeah. And so I'm somebody that slowly worked my way out and, and got a little apartment and a car and a job. And, and after a few years, started going to community college and then got a scholarship into UCLA and then went to USC law school and got my master's degree. And, and I have this amazing life and I got law practice, got married, had kids, got divorced, like, I, but always so grateful, like, oh my God, I'm alive. Look at me. And, and right. And, and you feel like you felt like you had a purpose. It sounds like, oh my God, yeah. such a purpose. And always like giving back and helping others still do always, always, always to the stake. Cause I figured if I didn't know there was a way out, I figured nobody did. So I'm always like, yeah, yeah. In, in every area of my life. And so at a number of years ago, I went through this really dark night of the soul and I got through it because, and everyone, everyone goes through, you right, don't escape right. life without going through it. And I went through mine and I got through it and I was like, what the hell was that? And um, because the only way through is through, there's no way around. We can't. That's right. That's right. I wish, you know, like wish we could jump high enough or skirt around it, but we can't. And it was my turn through. But this one really surprised me because, like I said, I'm always so incredibly grateful for my life. And I got through it. And when I went through, I was like, what the hell was that? And I thought (laughs) and I really did like one of those moments where I was like, why are we here? Like uh-huh. a real soul search. Like, why are we here? Uh-huh. We go through these things, then we love and we go, and then what? We die. And I thought, I am going to do a project where uh-huh. I go and I interview a person a week for a year, an older demographic, and just ask them. They say nobody on their deathbed ever wished they har- worked harder or made more money. That's true. So, That's true. <laughs> so I am going to go ask a person a week, like, what have you gleaned from living life? You've lived a long time. What have you learned? And I'm not a DIY or anything. So I'm just going to like yeah. go and, and ask. And I started doing that. So I I did. And after a while, and people would divulge the most personal information to me. And I'm not a shrink or anything. Uh-huh. But they would just tell me really personal information. And it was fun. And I'd go home and I'd write up what they told me in my own verbiage, which is has kind of a funny slant to it, not making fun of them funny, but just in my verbiage. And right. after about two and a half months, 
there started being common themes. And I thought, this is so rich. It's so good. I'm going to write one of those books with all the different stories in it. And I'll call it 52 Weeks of Hope. One of those books where no matter what page you open it on, you're like, that's just what I needed to hear. Uh-huh. <laughs> or I you love close it. it and you open <laughs> it again. And you're like, right? no, that's what I needed. And, um, and then COVID hit. And I did a pivot because that's what we do in life. We pivot. That's right. Always. And so I started podcasting and I love podcasting. So now I get to talk to change agents and leaders and healers of all different sorts all over the world. Uh And um, I have gotten such an education of different healing techniques and different modalities and, and different religious leaders. And half the time, I think it's for me. I mean, I've learned so much. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. And so I get to hear different messages of hope, what the hardest challenge different people have gone through, how they did it and their messages of hope. Wow. So that's great. So, you know, and I just, you bring up a really good point. I feel like for so many people, they learn from listening to what other people have gone through. You know, and that everybody always has, I I firmly believe everybody always has something to teach, but everybody also has something to share with the world too, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we, and it's from everybody's stories that we connect. Right, right. I was on a panel of people and I didn't have, I like to look up what podcast I'm on and what it's about. And I happen to be coming from a mediation at work, at work and I was in a suit and I thought I never look like a lawyer these not since COVID hit at least but I did um this one particular one and there were four people and I thought oh my gosh I don't even know what they're interviewing me about and they're like okay Lauren Abrams is on the hot seat and I was like oh my god right and they fielded all these questions at me and they said um, they were from the deep South and this and that. And they said, well, how do we relate to you? And then here I am looking all cleaned up and sharp, like a lawyer. I start telling my story and like, you don't know anything about anyone until you hear their story. That is exactly right. I could not agree more. I think we make so many assumptions about people, you know, and then when we, we dive in and we get to know not just them, but where they've been, what they've been through and where they are in their life, nothing ever happens by accident either. You know, I mean, people come into our lives for any number of reasons, but I really believe there's really no randomness to life, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so you say you became a podcaster and so now you just give people a chance to kind of tell their story and share their voice, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very, particular about who is on my podcast and what message of hope they have to give. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I, I am enthralled by this one particular podcast. I had the first one of this year because I didn't, well, your, your listeners will probably love it. I didn't want to shame anybody who was eating bad during the holidays. So I saved it for the first of the year. (laughs) I feel like there's this whole new education that I never even knew about. I I had one listener who said, there's so much I didn't even know. I didn't know. Yeah. There's, it's, I mean, I'm familiar with Ayurveda and everything else, Mm -hmm. but there's the feminine Ayurveda, which predates everything and has been bastardized um, over the centuries and everything else. But where there's different men develop the nine to five and they're the same all the time. But women, there's different times of the month, according to the moon of Mm -hmm. when we're going to have more energy and when we aren't. And it is this whole new education I have gotten. And I, I got a a book about lunar cycles and and when we have energy, but she made it very simple about her name's Cheryl Cirillo. She's very uh, highly educated. She mm-hmm. she's out in your part of the country and just a 
about how the moon cycle and our energy cycles. And I, I really did not know anything about it. And I feel like it's one of those things where I feel like the whole world knew this, but me, and I I kept stopping her going, wait, wait, wait. So I was fascinated by that. And she was talking about how, um, depending, and I know about dosha types. I've heard about that before, but depending on your dosha, but really at a certain age, most women and I certainly can relate to this, this time of year when it's winter time, I'm not sure when you're going to, this podcast is going to go, but, but our skin and our hair and our nails are very dry and brittle and what Mm -hmm. foods to eat. And it's all very dependent and what herbs and she's very much a natural. And I find all of this fascinating. Yeah. It's all interesting because it's all energy. I mean, we're we're made of energy. It's all energy. Yeah. Energy's around us constantly. Yep. So I just love this. I I mean, yeah, I I love all of this. So I'm like, I'm wanting more of that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but I mean, you're demonstrating through what you're doing. You're demonstrating by openly sharing not just your story, but giving other people an opportunity to share theirs. You're openly demonstrating that every day there's always hope that's available to you. And I think... When it comes to how we look after ourselves, since this show is, you know, predominantly about self-care, which is, you know, a very, you know, general, general topic, really, when we think about it. But when you think about what, if you're giving someone literally, if you're helping to teach someone a new belief, say, or a new thought that every day there's hope for something new, that's a phenomenal way to look after yourself. Oh, yeah. And I part of my morning routine every single day, I ask the universe to help me have an open heart and an open mind. Yeah. I want to be closed off. Yeah. And I just I think we we fall into the trap so much. And I talk about this quite a bit um, in working with my clients and in my programs. But, you know, we we fall into the trap of looking for things with our sense, you know, with our eyes and feeling things with our senses, because we we almost need that, quote unquote, evidence before we can you know, make a different decision or decide to go on a new path or to try something different. And what you're saying is, and part of your message is, if I'm hearing you right, is, you know, if you allow yourself to just trust and be open, that a lot of times it is revealed to you first. Um, Yes, it it is. Also, if you have something you really want to do, yeah, like then, and you start taking the action towards it, the universe rises up and people appear and, yep. and the opportunities tools, appear. Right. It, it all shows up for you. And I can't yep. explain how and why that happens, but it does. So that's why even just like five minutes of work towards that goal or, or yeah. that dream, it, it well, just starts happening. It starts, it starts with our, it starts with what we think about it, you know, with what we think about it and yeah you know, how that makes us feel that really ultimately drives the decisions that we make, you yes. know, and, and I think we make the mistake and and you know this from your legal career, most likely, I'm just guessing when I say this, but, you know, it's easy to go from thinking that we have to make it all happen, you know, because that's what we're taught in our culture that we have to hustle and grind and, and go do this and that and the other. And if we don't work hard, that nothing's ever going to happen for us. And if we we fall into that mindset of thinking that we have to be the ones to do the work, when often when we st- sit back and just, you know, I'm not saying wait and see what happens, but I'm just saying when we sit back and just be intentional about the things that we do, a lot of times those, those choices are revealed to us instead. 
Oh, absolutely. And and you you bring up a good point. When I started my own practice, mm-hmm. I just I have a friend. She she was saying, "Why don't you just start your own practice?" And I said, "I won't know what I'm doing." She said, "Nobody does." And and I would just ask questions and and all of this. But I went to work every day, mm-hmm. and I can't explain why I've always had a thriving practice, other than I went to my office every day. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> it, love what you do too. Yes, I do. Yeah. I'm of service to my clients and mm-hmm. and so on. And I never thought about what if I don't have clients? What if it doesn't work out? I never yeah. even had that kind of mindset. And a number yeah. of years after I started my practice, somebody said, weren't you worried about this? Weren't you worried about that? Weren't you worried? And I thought, no, I wasn't worried about any of that. It didn't cross my mind. And if I had worried about all those things, I probably wouldn't have started my practice. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes, you know, we make the mis- people, some people I think just don't, don't really I don't know if it's just, it's just a different way to think about it. I mean, I I think if you ask anyone who has either started a business, started a practice, started something, you know, the thoughts are always there that, okay, you know, it's like, you know, you don't have any clients when you start, you know, you're going to have to start at the beginning, you know, but I remember when I started my business and the thought never occurred to me that I wouldn't be able to do it. And it's a lot of what you're saying. It's like, you know, yeah, I didn't have like a full book of business yet. Nobody does when they start, but but I all I knew was that I had this feeling in my heart that this is what I needed to do. And that's the way I made my decisions. Yeah. Yeah. I just started my podcast. I didn't think about what if yeah. no one listens. I didn't think I just thought I'm just trying to help people. Of course. And if I yeah. help one person, then that is just great. And actually, what I did after 52 weeks, my first 52 weeks, because I ask everybody at the end of interviewing them, do you have a message of hope you want to give? So at the end of 52 weeks, I compiled those 52 weeks of hope into 10 overarching messages. And I call it the meaning of life, which I know is hubris or ballsy or whatever you want to call it, but it doesn't come off that way at all. It's just a really short, um, like 20 minute episode, maybe Uh um, of the 10 overarching messages. And it's, I feel like, okay, so I now know the meaning of life. <laughs> oh, I love that. But I mean, that's, but that's like, you know, you can't make that up. You know, that that's, you don't just go out and decide this is what I'm going to talk about. This is a perfect example of how, you know, you were doing what you feel like is your called purpose and look what happened as a result. It's like, it just appeared in front of you. Yeah, I, it, it actually, and it was so fun. And now I'll write the book from that. Those will be yeah. The chapter, yeah. and I can write and give examples of the different some of the speakers. So. But you know, the, the with the way the world is now, you know, there's still so much, um, you know, sadness and you know, crisis mode. It seems like everywhere, and worry and anguish and all that. And I feel like, you know, a message like yours, I think, is just is so key every day for people to be reminded of. So to be able to just talk openly with the 100% certainty that every day there's always hope if you're prepared to look at it in that way is really powerful. Oh, definitely. And what we focus on grows. Yes, Um, absolutely. The good and the bad, right? Yeah. There's always going to be bad to focus on, but focus on, focus on what lights you up. Yeah. So let me ask, I'm going to just, I'm just curious about this point. This mm-hmm. question just literally popped into my head right now. Why do you think so many people like struggle with hope? Like, why do you think so many people that that's, think that that's just not available to them? I mean, that's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice and it's where you want to look. Yeah. I mean, if you're surrounded by dark, that's what you're going to see. You have mm-hmm. to be able to find 
that light, even, and it doesn't have to be a hundred percent, 51% is all is needed. Yeah. If that really to start, yeah. you only need a little you bit need a to sliver, start. Just yeah. a sliver. Yeah. And you can borrow somebody else's. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. You don't have to believe totally. Just believe that we believe. Yeah. Allison and I believe. Yeah. And we believe for you. And now yeah. just follow along in that little bit and take an action. Yeah. Any I love, action. I love you saying that you can just borrow somebody else's. Explain that a little bit more. Okay. So I might not believe that in my dream, say, let's, let's use the podcast, for example, that anybody's uh-huh. going to listen or, or that it's going to, anything's going to happen for, for it. But Allison believes in it for me. So I started. Oh, I love that. So, so yeah. I start and I just start doing it. I don't know what uh-huh. I'm doing, but I'm doing it. And yeah. I have imposter syndrome and I think everybody's talking about me, although nobody's talking about me because everybody's thinking about themselves, but I think it right. and I just keep doing it anyway. <laughs> but Allison's like, go for it. You've got this. So yeah. I just doing it because I, I'm believing in her hope and yeah. faith in me because yeah. I have done it this month, but I'm just doing it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> because well, I'm borrowing I, I, Allison's hope. And I think people, I think people in the world need more of that, you know, and I think it's up to people like you and I to, you know, make sure they're aware and make sure that they know that, Hey, yes, you can. You, you might can. not, you might not know the full path right now, but you do, you have enough information to take the first step. And um, I love Angela Manuel Davis. I always mention her because she, I'm, su- I'm, I'm such a groupie of hers. And um, she's just such a motivator. Uh, Oprah took her on the road for a while. And I just, I, used to, I would do her spin class back when we did those in person. And um, she's just yeah. so amazing. And she always used to say, if God put that dream in your head, it's for a reason. If you can see it, you can be it. Yeah. I, I believe we each have our own individual handprint. Yeah. And nobody can do what you can do in the same way you can do it. We each have our own unique voice and somebody needs to hear what it is that you can give. Yes. Every single day. I believe that's the case with yeah. every one of us. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So you've got it. If you have a dream and you want to do it, you have to go and do that. Yeah. If you can see something, you five minutes, 10 minutes towards that goal or mm-hmm. dream. Take yeah. I almost, what I try to do when I'm doing like, you know, when I'm, you know, online or doing a live or speaking or whatever, anytime I'm just, it's just me talking on my show, you know, I always go into it with the idea and the intention that somebody out there needs to hear what I have to say. And that's what really what I tell myself. 
Yeah, because everything I say isn't going to resonate with everyone. Right. What you say what, what might, or yeah. somebody else that's listening, what they, what you have to say may resonate with somebody who I don't resonate with. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I just think that you just never know how what you have to say, whether it's hope or encouragement or whatever, you don't know how that's going to land with somebody. At any given time, you could save somebody's life. Oh, absolutely. And look, somebody like me, like I know when social media came out and people, first thing they said is, you're alive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> and then they're like, you're a lawyer. Like, yeah. You know, like, I don't care anymore like about any of it. I mean, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I have an amazing life. And I know that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know what a miracle it is. And if I can do any of the things I'm doing. Yeah. And, Well, life is, life is about the, what, you know, my coach likes to call the, it's all about polarity. You know, there's, there's the really dark times where you don't really, can't really see the other side, you know, and then there's the, you know, when you get to the other side and you see all the, the glory around you, then you know that what you went through was worth it to get there because it's all part of the journey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes we have to hit the bottom in order to come out and see what's available to us on the other side. Definitely. Um, yeah. I just interviewed a medical doctor who's very spiritual. Yeah. And I said, how do you, yeah, I said, when you Google her name, you can see her on Conan mm-hmm. uh, with, and she talks about spirituality. I said, is there any, do people give you a hard time? Anyway, it was just, and she talked about actually hitting her own rock bottom in order to yeah, open to those kind of spiritual principles. And she talks about meditation and how she uses her sixth sense, even with treating patients. Uh-huh. She, she's, she deals with female sexual health. So yeah. it's interesting. Wow. It is. And it's it's just, it's always interesting to be open-minded enough to, to listen to what someone else has to say. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this has been great. I've just, I've really enjoyed like hearing your perspective and hearing your story and all that. Let's, I just, I know that there's somebody out there listening And I mean, well, obviously there's more than one person listening, but, but I'm thinking that maybe, and, and just because people, people say this to me is people feel like there's just, there's, there's almost too much information. They almost don't really know where to begin. So, you know, I'm, I'm asking you, what would you tell that person that really doesn't know where to start? Baby steps. Just, just what's one action you can take towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Don't say, uh, I'll use it. You want to write a book? Don't look for an agent. <laughs> the book yeah. isn't written. The book isn't written. Yeah, that's so a good point. May, maybe, maybe just do an outline of the chapters. Yeah. Keep just it really start, simple. Yeah. Start really small. Don't, don't worry about the title, but just maybe do an outline of the chapters might be a good way to start. Yeah. I love that. I love the simplicity of that. It's like, if you're going to write a book, don't call up an agent first because you don't have anything to show them. That's funny. But, but a lot of people would immediately go to, well, I don't know anybody that'll help me publish it. Well, why does that matter? You haven't written it yet. I love that. Right. I mean, you could do the visualization for how it's going to feel when your book is a bestseller and you're on tour and all of that when, but but really like let's first write it. So, yeah. and, and, and how does that look? So maybe do the outline of the chapters and then what's in each chapter look like. And, and, and you're going to edit the shit out of it anyway. So right, totally. Yeah. It's like, I have a colleague who that's her business. So she helps you publish your first book and have it become a bestseller. And what she says, she has this introductory little class that she teaches. And she says, 
the the outcome that she promises is that you'll have your first crappy draft. <laughs> That's how she says it. You know. So to your point, it's like, yeah, of course you're going to change it, but you're going to have your first crappy draft, right? Right. And if you yeah. are, if you want a coaching business, don't say I don't have any clients yet. Well, let's first figure out what are you coaching on. Yeah. Now, yeah. Let's let's work on the material first. Yeah. Exactly. Love that. Love the simplicity of that. So where so so where can people find you and tell us about your show? Okay. Well, the show is fifty two weeks of hope, and it's on every platform that I'm aware of. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's on awesome. Apple. It's on. Spotify and Google, it's, it's on everything. Um, and I'm at 52weeksofhope.com or we also have a Facebook group where we all talk and we do live sessions with, actually I have uh, the person with the moon um, cycles that I have so many questions for her. I have to do an, a, another live session with her again. Oh, awesome. So, um, yeah. So is your Facebook group 52 Weeks of Hope as well? It is. It's 52 Weeks of Hope. Oh, I love that. Very it's, simple. Uh, it's, yes, it's awesome. very simple. 52 okay. Weeks of Hope. It's a number 52. Number 52. Got it. Okay. Well, Everything's I really, on the website, so, okay. yeah. I really appreciate you making time to, uh, I know, I know we had, I know there were some, uh, challenges and getting, getting us, getting us online, but I'm, I'm glad we Bye. made time to do this. It's been great to talk to you. Thanks, Allison. Yeah. Thank thanks you. for, thanks again. So if anyone out there is listening and feeling really inspired by Lauren's story and what she does, definitely go and listen to her show. I know I'm going to subscribe and follow too. 52 weeks of hope. Or you can check out her website, 52weeksofhope.com, or even her Facebook group. So you've got a number of different ways you can connect with her. So please make sure that you do that if you feel like this really speaks to you. Um, And if you're not in my Facebook group yet, you know, I always invite you to join me there. Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. We do all kinds of things related to fitness, self-care, stress management, mindset, the whole thing. Um, And with this being the start of the new year, usually the thinking is around you know, the New Year's resolutions. Well, newsflash, January's over with. And a lot of people who have set New Year's resolutions have already quit, which is really sad. So over in my group, all this quarter, we're going to be focusing on the basics because it's my hope to get you off to the best start possible so that you can achieve your goals for 2022. So please come over and join me there. If you're not on Facebook, reach out to me, Allison at cufitness.com and just tell me, tell me what you're working on. I always like to hear from you. And before I sign off, thank you again for all of your support of the ultimate journey of self-care. We're heard all over the world and I couldn't do it without you. And I just know every single week how grateful I am that all of you out there listen and share and subscribe and follow and promote. And it just means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Allison Katzkowski with the ultimate journey of self-care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.